Uh, but guess what, guys? I have some great fucking news. We're, oh, yeah. Guess who we're brought to you again today by? I think I, I think know. I know. It's Mac Weldon. <sighs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, we love these motherfuckers. And I'll tell you, one of the reasons we love Mac Weldon, as we always point out, is that they uh, encourage podcasters who swear to swear up a storm when doing their Mac Weldon ad reads. So, shit. And uh, let me also but. say, butts. Cock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mac Weldon had the three of us all order clothes on Mac Weldon's dime, by the way. And they do, you know, underwear, socks, T-shirts. We all have them. I'm literally, literally wearing Mac Weldon boxers right now. Didn't even know that they were an advertiser today until I sat down to do the show with these two gentlemen. Uh, but I picked those out of the drawer because they're the most comfortable boxers I own. It's a New York company. They live and breathe New York. Um, so they're probably inhaling pollutants. What are you going to do? They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. I can't speak for John and John, but when I went to their website, I was impressed with how easy it was to load up my cart, find all kinds of shirts and boxes and socks, loaded that sucker up. All of their products are naturally antimicrobial, which means it eliminates odor. As my friend Matt Gorley said on his ad read on I Was There Too, most underwear makes odor. Uh, They want you to be comfortable. (laughs) If you don't like your first pair, keep it. They still give you a refund, no questions asked. Uh, Underwear, socks, and shirts should look good and perform. I mean, I would have questions. Like, how could you not like these boxers would be my question. Underwear, socks, and shirts should look good and perform. They're good for working out, I guess. Not that I ever do that. Going to work, I do do that. Going out on dates, I'm married and have three kids. And just everyday life. That's that's the one for me. Everyday life. It wor- they mm. have been working for me for the everyday life. Guess what? Some podcast advertisers are like, hey, save 1%, save 2%, save 5%. Not these guys. 20% nope. off if you use 20. promo code TTCA. So go to MacWeldon.com, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Use promo code TTCA for 20% off. If that URL is too hard to remember, you can also buy Barbara. You can also visit BarbaraSex.com. That's... <laughs> One of many URL. I'm sorry, that's wrong. It's wrong. Barbersex.us. They bought barbersex.us after uh, Gorley said it in one of his ad reads. So now barbersex.us redirects to Mac Weldon. Use that TTCA code. Uh, I'm John Moulton. I still fucking love that underwear. I am Lex Friedman, and that underwear is the shit, bitches. I'm John Armstrong. I'm totally nude, except for my Mac Weldon socks right now. <laughs> Welcome to turning this naked car around. Uh, the car is naked and the passengers are also naked. It's all naked, the whole thing. All nudity. Remember those NC-17. t-shirts that were popular for like three years, the co-ed naked whatever t-shirts? Oh, yeah. What was that all about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Kids. But I, I did a design job, and to spoof that, we did... So I went to school in a town called Provo, um, Utah, and very conservative school. Not a lot of nudity there, at least out, you know, in the general area, um, in the outside area. Uh, <clears throat> so we made... I got a client that was a CD store, and I did a shirt for them, and we, you know, sat down to concept. And I was like, well, you know would be funny to say Provo rocks because Provo does not rock. And he was like topless. And I said, you mean Provo rocks topless? And after the 20 minute laugh fest we had at that, <laughs> we had decided that that was the t-shirt. So we, you know, we jumped in on that in a kind of a side mode. When you said it was a naked car, I just had this vision of like co-ed naked soccer. And it was like, mm-hmm. go hard for 90 minutes or something like that. 
like something incredibly witty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's better <laughs> hey, than the t-shirt 90, story. So. 90 minutes. What am I, a robot? <laughs> <laughs> or not. Robot or not. What am I, a machine? Wait, this is, we're cross-pollinating podcasts here? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, already, I'm... I don't even know. Robot or not. It's, the show's over. I'm off. Like, I don't even know now. I, I can't be responsible for what I'm going to say over the next 30 minutes. Well, so I had one question for like you. that's ever happened before. Uh, about all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my kid-related question for you. Oh, yeah. Do, do, your, do your kids know and understand what it is you do for a living? Because I was realizing all three of us have kind of a weird working situation. Mm-hmm. Do your kids get it? Do they know what you do? Do they understand? I don't think anybody knows what I do. <laughs> do you know what you do? <laughs> nobody, yeah, including me. Nobody gets it. Uh, I, I, he, he know, he knows. He kind of knows, but you know what I mean. Do you think he has a warped sense of work since you like work from home and are more of a freelancer? Oh, probably. Yeah, he probably doesn't. Even, I mean, you know, it's been a few years since they worked in an office, so he probably doesn't even really remember that that well. Because that's a long time for a kid. Like three years is a long oh, yeah. time for a kid to remember. So, it's like a third of his life, just about, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he probably he he certainly does. I know. I used to feel so weird working from home, where it's like, "Hey, kids, daddy's at work." That's the thing where he locks himself in his office for five hours <laughs> straight and won't play with you or look at you, and enjoys his underwear. Right. <laughs> Talks into a microphone and stands on the treadmill <laughs> desk and does whatever the hell else he does, and then he gets money. <laughs> Can you believe it? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my kids have no understanding. And maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. What about you, Armstrong? Okay. My girls have repeatedly asked me that over the years. And it was easy when I was working with their mother. We had a business together. And I could say, well, I help your mother with the business. And they'd be like, okay, done. Like, that was it. They didn't need any more. When I moved out, got on my own. Well, what are you doing? Well, I'm technically still part of the business. So there's that. Um, and then I, as I started to like, that was finished. And then I went on to my freelance life. Then it was, well, I do consulting and cons- try to explain consulting to a oh, child. Uh, yeah. Uh, let alone so, a, try explaining it to an adult for crying out loud. Well, <laughs> what I came down <laughs> to was people need help with stuff and I help them and they pay me. <laughs> that, that was the In bottom order line. to help them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get into analytics or, you know, right. Memcached or <laughs> server clusters or whatever. <laughs> Daddy helps social media presence. No, no, I, I, just, I, was, yeah. I was just thinking about that today. Cause you know, uh, is, is a non work day today. And, um, happy young. Like, Kippur. There's probably a Yiddish something yeah. we're supposed to say to you, right? No, you cannot acknowledge that we recorded this episode of Yom Kippur. That's unacceptable to me. Um, okay. This oh. is all going to be beeped out then. Uh, didn't you just say, anyway, okay. I said it's a non work day. I didn't get it. Oh, deeper oh. Than um, <laughs> But so, uh, you know, but for the kids, it's like they they think of weekends as iPad days, right? On the weekend is when they're allowed to play with iPads. And yeah. then they're like, well, so is this a day? If it's a random day off from school, sometimes, you know, they get Columbus Day off. But like most humans, I work on Columbus Day. Thanks for nothing, Chris. But so <laughs> I, um, so like on Columbus Day, they're like, is this you an you, iPad you got, you got nothing for the subjugation and rape of <laughs> exactly. uh, Native Americans? All I got Thanks, was this no, lousy Chomsky. co-ed naked t-shirt. Yeah. But, so, <laughs> but so I have this situation where um, 
you know, so they'll ask on a weekend, is it, a, is it an iPad day? Yes. Then if it's a day off from school, is it an iPad day? And it's like, well, daddy's still working. So no, you can't have two hours of iPad time this morning because daddy's got to like get out the door and, well, not get out the door, stay <laughs> in the door and do mm-hmm. work. Um, and so that's, it's always an area of, um, they want to know, are their days off going to be like what they consider weekend style days or not? And mm-hmm. I think that's because of my work situation, having confused them for life on what work is and is not. That's mm-hmm. all. That's my, my, think of it. my favorite moment was last fall, probably, probably November, December, maybe it was spring, whatever, in the past six months. And uh, I was traveling uh, to Salt Lake to see my girls. And typically when I travel, I tend to, I don't dress up, up, but I'll put a jacket on and I'll put a dress shirt on. Not a tie, but I'll try to look a little nicer because when I go up to the counter to ask something, they tend to treat you a little better. <laughs> and so if there's anything that ever happens or whatever, I just feel like, especially like if you go to Vegas, you ha- like if you do that, it's it, you get better service, period. Anyway, in all, all levels, across the board. Anyway, like whatever you're doing in Vegas. Uh, but I, I was, so I get uh, rental Boring. places to stay with my, <laughs> my girls. What? Uh, whoring is what I do in Vegas. Whoring, yes, that was his. Um, okay, well, that's an option for you, uh, and you'd probably want to dress up for that too, Lex. Um, yes, or but continue. You so just, you you dress yeah. fancifully when you go to. The, so the when I travel, so I, I go back to Utah and I I pick up my girls, and we either stay with family or I'll rent something. Or at this point, uh, this particular trip, I was doing um, like a cheapy hotel that had a pool, an indoor pool, which huge hit with them. They love that. So I'm checking into the hotel. Now, this is not like the Ritz. This is a substantially like three or four tiers down. It's not a horrible place, but anyway, I'm dressed up and I'm checking in and I start talking. Sir, to the, are you sure you're in the right hotel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we notice you're wearing um, pants. <laughs> we just got rid of our hourly rates, sir. And I'm like, well, this is super awkward. Stop talking now. So anyway, uh, I my, my daughter looks at me and she goes, my oldest, she goes, you're like a businessman. You just say all that stuff like a businessman. <laughs> I said, well, I am uh, technically a businessman. And I, it, I could see her, the wheels kind of going. Cause I think in her mind, it was like, you sit on a laptop. That's, that's what you do. Right. Right. You right. got a, com- a computer open and you're who knows, but it's open. That's what you're doing. And I think for her screens mean like Minecraft and right. Like, you know, Apple Music. Right. Just, just on the subject of you dressing up for air travel and whatnot, it made me think of several things all at once. First, my dad will only wear like a sport coat at a minimum on any airplane he's ever been on. Like he's got to dress up for it. Um, he, until, you know, the past decade, it was also a tie, but nobody wears ties yeah. anymore for anything. So he's given up on the tie most of the time. Um, but for me, if I, there's some flights that I do where I get the notice that I've been bumped to first class ahead of time. Like if I fly to Columbus, Ohio, not a super mm-hmm. popular flight and I have enough miles that the airline frequently bumps me ahead of time. Great. If I see ahead of time that I'm going to be in first class, I dress down for the occasion because I'm trying to show that I'm a man of the people. Like I have mm. no idea how this <laughs> happened to me. Like, oh my God, what? God, this is so weird. I'm not one of these other first class assholes. Like, I'm the one like, nice person here. 
big wide-eyed smile yeah. on your face like <laughs> wow where's my free <laughs> drink it's like as people make eye contact when they when the norms board the plane you know the plebes board the plane after oh me god. i'm oh like my god i'm like shrugging like listeners right there i know i know i'm, I'm giving them the shrug like i don't understand this either like can you believe this get a load of this nonsense i can't wait for the fresh baked chocolate chip cookies in a few minutes um <laughs> what airline are you flying united fresh baked man. chocolate chip there's they know there's not fresh baked anything on that plane <laughs> they do it they do it they do On not. a five-hour flight, they will just give don't you ask fresh how they baked chocolate them. chip cookies. No, they'll take them out of the freezer, stick them in the convection oven for 38 they're seconds. They're baked yes, but they're delicious. Not sure. But <laughs> Does it matter? Like, no. <laughs> it's a free cookie, for God's sake. Exactly, but they're not fresh. Like you're going to turn just, it down. You know, Lex has bought into yeah. the marketing company, and I want to just make sure our listeners understand <laughs> that he may be a little biased, and we well, need actually, to that out. Speaking of marketing copy, here's the thing. We have a brand new advertiser today. What? I haven't told you guys about this, and you're going to be super jealous, which I know going into it. Um, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, kind of well, angry now, but okay. No, you, you should be angry. You should be jealous. Um, because uh, this advertiser happened to send me product and not you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you, Lex. <laughs> yeah, just to be, to be clear, we're mad at Lex, not the advertiser. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So here we go. This episode of Turning This Car Around is also brought to you by Sleep Number. Sleep Number is the best sleep of your life, and we can prove it. Oh, so God. here's the deal. Sleep Sleep Number is the company, and oh, no. this is <clears> they good. are I'm awesome. super jealous. I am already jealous. When you said Sleep Number, that's it. They I'm, sent me to the store to get a Sleep Number bed. And I went, there's a store right here in my local mall, uh, uh, Freehold Raceway Mall in central New Jersey. And I went there and they have you lie down in the first bed, they have you lie down in the next bed. And so uh, each time they can calculate your sleep number. So if you're, if you're not familiar, the sleep number um, uh, thing that makes it great is that the bed is adjustable, right? So it's not just that you have a bed and the bed feels like what it feels like for the rest of your life. You can adjust it on a scale from zero to 100 for how kind of firm or soft you want the, the mattress to be. So when I'm in the store, the guy has Lauren and me lie down in the bed. Of course, it's a king size bed. So two sides and each side can be adjusted separately. And so he's like, I'm going to take you from 100 down to zero and then we'll find your sleep number. And the kids are like screaming and jealous. Like we want to go on the bed too. And we're like, shut up kids. Mommy and daddy are lying down. And um, <laughs> we've got to concentrate. We've got to concentrate. So like Lauren was a really low number. She was like in the twenties or thirties and I was a little bit higher and we picked out which bed we wanted. They delivered it to the house. They took our old mattress for us. Cause what are we going to do with an extra king size mattress? So they're happy to get rid of it for you if you want, which I really liked. They were great when they installed it. They helped me connect the bed to my, uh, Wi-Fi network because the bed also does sleep monitoring, which we'll what? get to in a second. What? So help me do that. But so now my, I've adjusted the sleep number several nights since I started to, to get that perfect comfort. Now I'm at 65. That's my sleep number. And I will tell you using their sleep IQ app, which I'm loading on my phone as I speak here last night, I had about six hours and 40 minutes of restful sleep and only about 30 minutes of restless sleep. Um, and it's a pretty high score for me. I got Lauren got a 73 last night, uh, out of a possible hundred, whereas I got a 95. So somebody's a little bit better at sleeping and it's me. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's awesome. Um, but really Lauren and I both like the bed and it's hilarious because you can, if you go from my side to her side, you can feel a world of difference because she wants it a lot softer and I want it a bit firmer. Um, so it's, it's pretty neat that we can do it on the different sides. They call it uh dual air technology and there's sensors in there that track how you're sleeping. 
Sleep IQ empowers you to make changes. So I have tweaked my number a couple times. I started in the upper 30s, 35, I think, and then I went to 40, and now 65 is my sweet spot. I haven't changed it since I went to 65. It's been about a week. So that's my sleep number setting. Um, I told you my my score is 95, and I was so proud when I saw it this morning because it's my <laughs> highest score yet um i've been averaging in the 80s but like just like oh no i had one night of 98 but i was i was very proud of this night um so here's the deal come in and discover the sleep number bed with sleep iq technology starting at only one thousand ninety nine dollars and 98 cents no better sleep sleep number beds and sleep iq technology are only available at any of the 475 sleep number stores nationwide Find one near you at sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them. And this is, I'm dead serious. You have to do this when you have the door. Be sure to tell them that Lex from turning this car around sent you. Every single one of them knows me. I've been to all 475 stores. But no, they do know where people heard about it. So please tell them that you heard about it from Lex from turning this car around. Sleepnumber.com to find the store nearest to you. Uh, I have to tell you, they sent you the bed. And there's a risk, right? What if they sent me the bed and I hated it? Uh, I do not. I love the bed. It is great. And you should all be jealous that I have one. So I highly recommend you go to the store, at least check it out. Even if you're like, you know, my bed's fine. You lie down on these beds and it's like crazy how comfortable they can make it for you. So check them out. And our thanks to Sleep Number for uh, sponsoring Turning This Car Around. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so they also, I hate you right now. I just, just, so you know, <laughs> just so you know, they also make beds for kids and then you can monitor how your kids are sleeping. And the beds for kids, they actually, you can set up on the app to like tell you if the kid gets out of bed. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Saw that at CES wow. last year. Pretty cool. Huh. Yeah. That'll make the anklet bracelet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Redundant. <laughs> Not even necessary anymore. Yeah. That's a disruptive <laughs> technology right there. That's good. You can't give me any, any shit now at all about my $12 overspend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. Okay, so the next the next one, the next one's mine. Yes. Right? What, I, yeah. yeah. I think you got it. Yeah. Cuz I didn't I didn't go I uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh So uh should we talk about school since uh, yes, we've had a few yeah. weeks of school under yeah. our, under our belts? Let's do how, it. How that's uh, going? We we New had York a first has... here. Oh, What's that? Well, jeez, man, we're fighting over who can talk about school. I know. Sorry. No, oh no, please go ahead. I'll go last. But we did have a first in our school situation. But I want to hear from John and John first. Okay, John, oh, you go first. Oh, really? Okay. New York yeah, has sure. had three days of school because of the Jewish holidays. <laughs> Seriously, they've been like they went back to school midweek Wednesday, <laughs> and then there's two days off, and then they they came back to school, and they went two more days, and now there's two more days off. So, I yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of days of homework, I guess, but. Um, I'm guessing in November when school actually starts, then we'll I'll be able to talk about it. I'm pretty sure October will be a hard a hard month of school too. Yeah, Very maybe. few Jewish holidays that you get off for in October. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll see. But you get you get you get Columbus Day, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be you in Columbus, Ohio on dumb. Columbus Day. So which is how dumb. about that? Oh, oh wow, Gee, like must be a big part. It's like Mardi Gras, there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just there's <laughs> naked chicks and streamers everywhere. <laughs> 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 open containers yeah, it's a little cold <laughs> <laughs> their hearts are warm with affection for Chris Columbus <laughs> oh, yeah. specifically the guy who directed Home Alone that, that right. Chris Columbus mm. yeah. I would rather celebrate a day for him actually <laughs> the man be, who introduced us right. and the world to Macaulay Culkin is who we celebrate right <laughs> than the man who you know did all the horrible things to the people of the right not that guy yeah, right of the islands so how has your back to school been in the Moltz family? 
pretty good. Actually, I would say I would say pretty good. I mean, the whole thing is is pretty overwhelming. Um, he he, uh, the 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 place just seems crazy big compared to where he was. You know, I mean, going from grade school to middle school, the 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 building is bigger. The other children are bigger. Uh, the expectations are bigger. It's all it's all real big, and the fact that he hasn't freaked the fuck out at this point, I think, is actually actually pretty cool. Um, you can tell he's under a lot of stress. Like he's mm-hmm. he he's pretty frazzled. Like yesterday when I picked him up, he came out and he was like, he was pra- he wasn't carrying things between his knees, but he was like struggling with his binder and his backpack and like all of his stuff and things were falling out and <laughs> and and when we, i was helping him put things back together out in front of the school the te- one of the teachers came out and said um hank there's a few things in front of your locker uh, and we went back and as it turned out like only one of them was his and like some were some other kids that had like just like dumped a bunch of stuff <laughs> in front of his locker and took off <laughs> so he's not the only one having a you know a time a bit of a time of it but um he's still pretty well and and like really no problem i mean he hasn't had a lot of homework so far but he really hasn't given me any trouble about the homework which has been in previous years been kind of a kind of a thing sometimes mm-hmm. so all in all i'd say it's it's going better than you know better than it could be going that's <laughs> way wonderful better, actually way better than it could be going the yeah. um sierra has been complaining that her homework's a little bit too easy. She asked Lauren to make her harder homework, which Lauren did. And then she said, can I bring the homework into school? And Lauren was like, well, no, we're not going to be those parents, at least until school conferences where we can tell them that you want harder homework, but we're not going to send in the homework that mommy made for you because you thought your first homework was too easy. But our first was, Anya now goes to a different school because she's doing that academically talented program where it's a pullout class from different kids in the district. And... So all of her, all of our neighbor kids who are in the same age range get on one bus at 7.53 in the morning, and then Anya's bus comes at 8.20, and it comes right to our driveway because she's the only person here who gets on it, and then it goes around to the other side of our development where there's one other kid who gets on, and then it goes to the school. So earlier this week on Friday, I guess, um, that doesn't make any sense, earlier this week on <laughs> Tuesday, um, my... Uh, wife was volunteering at Sierra school. So instead of me taking Sierra to the bus, Lauren just took Sierra to the bus. And on my calendar, it said, you know, Lex block calendar to be with Liam and Anya, which I did. And so I'm starting to work and I'm in the kitchen. I'm like, Hey, you know what? Even though this says be with Liam and Anya, I totally was supposed to put Anya on the bus about three minutes ago, um, which I did not do. And so for the first time ever, one of my kids missed the bus. We had never done that before. And when I said, I I tried to like remain calm. I was a little bit frazzled by this realization. I'm like, Hey, Anya, can you open the door and make sure the bus isn't like waiting there? And she's like, what, what are the, and of course it was not there. I call the friends of ours who are on the other side of the development, whose kid is also on that bus. And like, Oh yeah, I left about two minutes ago. Um, and so I'm like, Anya, I want you to go put on your shoes. Liam, you're going to put on yours because we're going to drive Anya to school because we missed the bus. And Anya, like, I mean, don't tell anybody I told you, but she like burst into tears. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You're not going to get in any trouble. We're going to beat the bus to school because the bus has to go all over town picking up kids from all these different places to take them to the school. It's like, we're going to beat it. It's not a big deal. We do beat it. Like we get there and there's still almost nobody at the school, but I've never done drop off at this school building before because it's our first couple weeks there. And I'm like, Anya, I don't really know where I'm supposed to drop you off. And I called those same friends because they went to the school last year too. I'm like, where do you drop off? And like, oh, you're supposed to go behind the buses. So as I'm pulling up to the school, all the signs say, do not pull into the parking lot when the buses are there. And I'm like, well, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do it behind the buses. There is a bus there. I'm 
going to go behind the buses. Nobody gave me grief about that. So <laughs> that's what I did. And I'm like, Anya, you're going to get out here and you're just going to walk on that crosswalk. And she's like, what if it's not the right place? And she starts crying again. And I do not want her to have you know tears on her face when she's going to school. And um, so we're we're getting there and 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 she's, you know, I'm like, this is where you get dropped off for the bus, right? It's like exactly the same place. There's another bus right there. And she said, I don't know, maybe. And I'm like, okay, I'm not asking. I'm telling you, this is where the bus drops you off. You can get out and walk into school the same way. Just pretend I'm the bus driver and you're getting off. And she's like, okay. So <laughs> she pulls it together and she goes into school. I get home and I immediately call the school and say, my daughter was pretty stressed out because I was an a-hole who made her miss the bus. <laughs> Could I just get, can I be that dad for a minute and just get verification that she's fine? And so she's like, no problem, which I didn't know if I was going to get in trouble for doing if they were going to think I was crazy. Maybe they did think I was crazy. But she called the teacher. The teacher gives the office secretary the thumbs up that she didn't even know that there was any issue and Anya was doing great. And they reported that back to me. But then Anya comes home and she's like, somehow Miss Amalfa knew that I missed the bus today. And I'm like, yes, that's because daddy called the school and asked if you were okay. <laughs> but uh, we had never missed the bus in all these years of schooling. We had never done that. Hmm. And now we did. Oh, good. You popped that your bus your We've been kicked out of the school now. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so uh, anya has been intrigued by the fact that now some of the work is hard um Mm. which i think is great and she's not upset about it but she's like this is so much better um (laughs) every once in a while she'll come home and she'll be like i didn't really understand the math so much today and so lauren will sit down with her and like two minutes later she's like oh i get it i don't know what that means if she does understand it doesn't know she understands it if the teacher is terrible which i don't think is the case or what but that's the only worrisome thing we have we're Sometimes she's like, I don't understand it. And then five seconds later, oh, I totally get it. Mm. <laughs> Weird. Kids, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm kind of concerned that we're, gonna, that we're soon going to get to the point where the math is like over my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I got a, I think I got a few years, but uh, it's going to get to be a problem eventually. <laughs> I, I am terrified of that. And my oldest does not like math. Like, she's a smart kid, but for some reason, there's a weird mental thing about math. It's not that she's not smart or doesn't get it. It's that there's, a like, an anxiety in front of it that is, yeah. yeah. I wonder what that is. I mean, is that that's like a just like a social thing about math being harder, math yeah. being, like, the hard thing I don't, that, yeah, nobody, I don't, that, nobody's, that nobody's supposed to like. Maybe I don't know if it's social or except nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except nerds, and yeah. who wants well, to be that? Well, listen, she can be as nerdy as she wants as long as she starts a good software company, and then you know, I'm into that. So, no, um, I think it's I think it's about uh, there's kind of a perfectionist thing, a strain, and the thing is is that she's had to kind of let go of that because she's not the a student she just isn't she doesn't have that drive that it takes to be an a student mm-hmm. in everything she's just like yeah yeah it's gonna be okay although now grades are starting to get more important so i think the heat's gonna start turning up a little bit yeah because if someone they, in the yeah go ahead. go ahead well i was just gonna say someone in the chat room asked about in the slack room asked about um Homework and, uh, you know, how much you should, helico- how much you're comfortable <laughs> with helicopter parenting and, and making sure the kids do homework. And I feel like I backed off a little bit, but like he, I guess, has some time to work on homework during school now. And, um, mm. and I'm not sure, I think it's just because they don't have as much recess as they, as he did in the prior year. So now he's got more time to do homework instead. 
And so he's done a bunch of stuff uh, by the, usually by the time he gets home and just needs to finish it up. And so I've like anything that he's done at school, I just I've decided I'm just going to let go. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to try and mm. correct it. I'm not going to mm. make him sit down and do it again. If he did it at school, then that's his. He can yeah. he can own that, and then we'll do the rest together, and figure out you know, and you know, <laughs> and do it correctly. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people. There was a, a school that my daughter went to, and you were supposed to make a doll, and so, you know, I'm not a crafty person, and the assignment wasn't. They didn't suggest anything. They're just like make a doll. And so I said to Lita, what about paper dolls? And then I read the thing again, and there's like a giant bold thing that I had missed the first time because I'm dumb. And it said, parents. No paper dolls. No, no, it said, parents, <laughs> the student must make the doll. And they reiterated that 16 times in that paragraph. And so we, she did the paper doll. It turned out fine. Because other kids did that too. Um, but... I asked the teacher, like, what's up with that? And she goes, we've had parents go out and either they make the doll themselves or they pay someone to make the doll. <laughs> Which I don't even, where do you go? What? I need a doll. Let's see. Uh, doll makers. Yellow pages. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That, that one that one weird guy that lives down the street. Right. <laughs> super into miniatures. Uh, no, um, that was always oh, has like a monocle or like one of those and, and, clockmaker eyepieces. Yeah. Eye. He was to the Pixar things, uh, that, that little short, the toy <laughs> yeah, Pixar right, guy. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, so I, I said to the teacher, "Really, p- parents do that?" She's like, "Oh yeah." And we figure that if we start now and tell them not to intervene, that that will set the tone in the coming years when they'll pay tutors to do the homework for their kids. God. I will say, Lauren and I have a slight, not a disagreement on this part of it, but just on homework in general, where she looks at their homework, and if she sees a mistake, she wants, she tells them, hey, I want you to check number seven again or whatever, where my feeling is, I want the teacher to know what the kid does and doesn't know, so we shouldn't correct it. We should just leave it be, and they'll figure it out. Um, I can understand both sides, because the reality is, she's not just saying, hey, this is wrong, the correct answer is X. She's saying, hey, it's wrong, and figure it out. And so that makes sense and the kid is learning but i just want the teacher to know exactly where the kids are and right aren't. And, right um lauren just wants them to hand it not that, not that she cares that it'd be perfect but she's like they could answer this correctly so i want them to <laughs> um and uh that's that's been our debate so if i help with the homework i don't correct the answers and if she helps with the homework she does um, I think now that my kids just think that I don't know how to do their math homework <laughs> since I don't say that I was wrong, but like, I know which ones are wrong. I just didn't tell you. Mm. I had a thing. I can't do their work. I, I had a thing where, um, I, I would do kind of like what your wife does. I would say, Oh, I think you want to look at this, this one again. Cause I would just yeah. make sure that they had done the homework. Just did you do it? And for whatever reason, Lita was like geography, just like she could give a shit about geography. Just, I don't know what it was. So not her. She's usually really into stuff like that. So I'm finally like, okay, stop. You're doing this again. And we're going to sit, I'm going to go with it through this with you. Cause I want to know what's going on. And so we yeah. did it. And then she's like, oh yeah, I just forgot to bring that home or I didn't, you know, like, 
So it was good that I went over the homework with her because then she was like, okay, now I'll bring my stuff home. And I, the other thing I want is for her to learn to go back and check work because I, that screwed me so hard. I didn't, I, you know, when I was doing tests or whatever, I didn't do it quickly and then go back and check the work. That was sort of the best thing I still have that problem. Well, there's, (laughs) yeah. And the the whole idea is that you develop a habit. So anyway, I probably failed at that too, but whatever, I'm going to try. That was my whole thing. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I wish I practiced it. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> the right way to do it either. So that's why I got into writing. I feel like, <laughs> like if, if I screw something up, it's not going to be catastrophic. <laughs> you can go back and yeah. How much time do your kids spend doing homework right now? It depends. Um, yeah, there's they, some number that is supposed to be right. That's like some number of minutes per grade level of homework. Um, that the thing is acceptable. I don't know what the formula is, but to me, if, if once you hit the half hour mark, I, I want it done. Well, there's so, yeah, but you've got multiple personalities going on here. Like some kids are going to be like, yep, I'm in, I'm done, done, done. Other kids are like, hey, you know that story that one time, I'm going to tell it to you again, and then I'm going to tell it to you this, this other way. And oh, look at that thing over there. It's pretty awesome. And oh, like they're going to homework like, distraction is the worst. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. And so it's sort of like, uh, I, I I had a thing with Lita where it was like, listen, this should not take you, because she would just whine about it. I got to do homework. Uh. And right. she had a teacher in fourth grade that was like, just homework. Homework was her life. So, you know, it was like an hour a day or whatever was what she said, which is bullshit. So we, that is, we got that a is thing. That is bullshit to get it down but but Lita was pretty good with distraction like she was able to focus pretty well yeah Marlo Hank will Hank does Hank does weird things like I mean he will like do weird things like he wants to write the letters backwards oh man (laughs) like he wants he starts playing these games like and I don't know like when to cut him off very well like when Mm -hmm. to say okay because (laughs) like I'm like you know, for a guy who doesn't like homework very much, you yeah. sure kind of drag it out. <laughs> right. And I'm not exactly sure why you wouldn't just plow through and get it done and then get back to whatever it else is that you actually want to be doing. But uh, he he just likes to... I mean, and I think some of it is just literally liking to experiment like that. Um, and then the rest of it is like trying to entertain his brain because he's bored by doing homework. <laughs> I think that's a sign of a really smart kid, actually. And I'm not saying that to blow smoke. I, yeah. I think that's genuinely... Well, I don't... Yeah, I don't think... I certainly think he's he's plenty he's plenty smart. It's just, you know, it's... The, the problem is staying on that thing that needs to be stayed on. Mm-hmm. I'm know? just well, so glad to hear your kids all do this, too, because for a while we thought ours had problems. They just could not <laughs> sit down and do their freaking homework. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not... Who, it's not natural. <laughs> It's not natural to it's not natural. Homework. It just ain't natural. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, unless it's like something that you happen to be really interested in, but I think most, of the, I mean, I don't know. That, that seems to happen rarely. But There was one uh, thing, actually, I have it here. Uh, there was like classwork where you were supposed to write, you were supposed to do some interpretations of quotes, and one of the quotes was, do or do not, there is no try. Uh, <laughs> oh my like, god 
it was explain these quotes that you've never heard before. And some of them Anya answered really, really well. And some of them she didn't answer well. Um, and like the teacher, not graded, but you know, the teacher wrote notes and said like, great job, whatever, like good. Like they were really just saying, can you write and can you think about stuff? And she clearly demonstrated that she's capable of writing and that she is capable of thinking about stuff. But there's some things where she like totally, you know, it was a swing and a miss. And so I, I was debating like, do I want to sit down at her and tell her, you know, here's how I would have answered it. Here's another way you could think about it or whatever. And I decided, no, I don't want to do that because <laughs> I just want her to be like excited and happy and whatever else. And I, I decided it wasn't, it wasn't necessary to do just yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my girlfriend's youngest is like your boy, John. Yeah. <clears throat> She'll like, I was watching her do some math homework and in the space that you were supposed to do the work, there were these coins and it was about money. It was about currency, but the, the way they, it was done on the paper, the coins were kind of cut off in like a, like, Hey, here's the hint of coins, but we're going to like fade them out. So you have room to work. So it was like this corner artwork that's, you know, and she was just like, "Mm -hmm." you know, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, they need to be whole coins before I can go. (laughs) And so she's like spending like 15 minutes finishing the coins off. And I'm not, I'm trying, I'm biting my tongue. Like I'm trying to, like, everything is like, you know, I'm trying not to say anything. And then she starts the homework and literally within 10 seconds, it's done. Like she knew the answer yeah. to that problem like three hours ago before she started working on the coins. Right. And right. yeah, she'll do that too. Like I'm going to write my answer all around the border of the page, all the way around. I'm just going to write it out so that it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, it just circles all the way around. I'll write it in a circle. A spiral yeah. that goes inward. Yeah, stuff like I wanna that. Cut, I want to I wanna cut the ant- the letters out of a out of a magazine and paste them on. <laughs> 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 like, a, like a ransom, ransom note. note. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, the, I'm going to kill this kid. He came home with uh, like, uh, like a, they were, were working on like states like state capital thing and he actually came home and was like was really interested in doing that so just to like provide a counter example to my point that they, nobody nobody should actually like doing homework he he came home and did that really really fast and was like really into it hmm. um but you know that's not as usual <laughs> and that's not the norm. that will never happen again ever <laughs> that's, that's outside <laughs> I'll, just, I'll go out on a limb and predict it'll never happen again ever <laughs> I mean, right now the kids, if the they like more of the homework than they don't like, um, and uh, you know, occasionally now Liam will get jealous because he doesn't often get homework, but everybody comes home from school around the same time, so the other two are sitting and doing work, and he wants homework, so then we have to make him some homework. Uh, but yeah, I don't expect that this is going to last. Right now, we're in a pretty good place where yeah. everybody wants to do homework, but it's it's I don't think it's going to last forever. Yeah, it won't. It will not. Well, your your oldest is in second grade or third grade? Uh, my oldest is in third. Third. Uh, fourth grade is the. I think that is when things really go to shit. I just that's going to be my guess. Maybe it, they never will for you. And if that's the case, you know, good good for you and good to you and peace be unto you. But uh, <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's still trying to do a greeting for the day, isn't he? Uh, no, no, I'm just trying to 
say I'm ha I would be happy for you if that was the case. But I think fourth grade was the real. That was the tipping point when it it was like there was an oral project every month where you had to stand up, you had to do research, make a make a, a PowerPoint deck. Uh, we used Keynote and PDFs, by the way. They work just fine. Uh, and plus, the type looks really good. So, it's a pro tip there for right, parents. Right. If you have to do the thing with the smart board where they have to like turn pages, do it in Keynote. Make sure you get the aspect ratio correct before you begin, so that you don't create a widescreen on a you know janky whatever dull nineteen forty two computer they're going to have in the classroom. But PDF, you so you do all the nice typography, the beautiful backgrounds, the lovely rendering of everything. Spit that out into a PDF, and there you go. That's your that's your presentation for the kid. So I taught Lita how to do Keynote. That was that was the fourth grade year. She learned how to do Keynote. That's awesome. Good on he's, you, man. He's learning all the Microsoft apps at school. Just you know, I guess so wrong. I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I actually it's a skill to have. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> I teared up. I teared up this past week when Anya was talking to me about that Hopscotch app for iPad, which teaches you, you know, oh, yeah. iPad programming. Oh, yeah, because she's like, Dad, I figured something out first. <laughs> amazingly astonishingly she did not know that she could access her old apps like she thought once she stopped working on one and closed it that it was gone forever because the app doesn't make it obvious they use too mm. many icons mm -hmm. that doesn't make it obvious where to find your old ones and when i showed her she's like oh my god i can keep working on these things that's amazing so that was exciting but you can also browse a you know a library of everybody who's shared any programs that they've made and she comes dad i figured out something pretty cool if I see another person's app that I like and I want to know how it works, I can look at its code and then I can use their ideas in my apps that I'm building. <laughs> and I, I like, I literally got misty eyed. I was like, yes, that's exactly right. That's <laughs> how, how daddy learned all the coding that he yes, knows. That's right. Um, it's not stealing. I swear. <laughs> no. Um, but she like, she made, no, of course not. she made crossy road. Like she built a crossy road app and it's like, you Whoa. know, it's using emoji creatures and it's got little money things all over the place that are also emoji. And when you hit them, she's got the collision detection. So it'll do you have a little <laughs> cha-ching when it does that. And like you can get to the, it's like she builds it. It's awesome. I'm saying it's, uh, it's cool. I'm crying for you right now. She's not learning so that in school though. <laughs> time, no. time to release it. Oh yeah. She's done. It's she, <laughs> Just open the door. She's working on an ad block. <laughs> Reminder, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think now Man. we swear too much when we talk about Mac Weldon, yeah. you motherfuckers? <laughs> I don't think Bonus. it's possible. Yeah. Bonus what, uh Yeah. Shit brains. No, the, the, <laughs> the non-shit brains over at Mac Weldon uh, know what they're doing when it comes to making T-shirts, underwear, and socks. So get your ass over to MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. They've got antimicrobial clothing that eliminates odor which you need, believe me. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a brilliantly designed website. It's easy to load up your cart. Armstrong could spend $500 there in five seconds. Don't even worry about it. Not, not if even you don't worry. like your first pair, keep it. They'll still give you a refund. No questions asked other than what's wrong with you. Underwear, socks, and shirts should look good and feel good. These do. Go to MacWeldon.com. Use promo code TTCA for 20% off. Motherfuckers. <laughs>